Hi, this is Dr. Adam Proper, and I'm coming today to you to just share with you some words of hopefully wisdom and uh, some important information that you should know. I've been talking about health for over three and a half, four decades, and my studies in chiropractic sciences, in nutrition, in public health matters, uh, brings me to a point where I'm actually at a boiling point uh, of frustration, and I'll tell you why in a minute. The purpose of uh, my sending this to you today is because we are now currently facing an onslaught of pressure, and this kind of pressure coming from uh, uh, the government and the media is unfounded in my experience as a healthcare practitioner in all the years I've been practicing. With the advent of the pandemic, COVID, there's been a lot of mixed bag science that's been presented to patients and the public. And I have to say that uh, I'm, I'm dismayed at my colleagues, not my chiropractic colleagues, because we've been at the forefront of warning patients and, and, and guiding patients out of harm's way for over 126 years. And I don't say that lightly. I say that specifically uh, because what's happening now in our communities and in our country and our world is a onslaught of misinformation, uh, hidden threats and factors, and particularly it's threatening to the youngest population now in our community, our children. Why am I so concerned about this? Well, with the advent of the COVID shots, I won't even call them a vaccine because they're not vaccines. They are, they are concoctions that have been administered that are causing great harm to children. And I'm gonna share some research with you. Everything I say to you is gonna be backed up by, by scientific fact that you should be hearing about that you're not. And I need to be uh, the catcher in the rye here, maybe the lone wolf in our community. I, I haven't heard any of my medical colleagues uh, discuss this with patients. Uh, uh, there have been a few here and there, but it's disappointing at best that such uh, a learned community is avoiding facts. And I understand why. I know the pressure on, uh, on doctors in general is very severe in terms of <clears throat> consequences should they uh, step, step out of the boundaries of uh, their, uh, their peers and their governing boards and their hospital administrators. But I've got to say to you that this is not a time for people to be cowering in the corner, especially uh, when there's uh, information out there that can save lives, prevent disease, and cause uh, less harm to our patients. <clears throat> Truthfully, we all took an oath Primo non nocere. First, do not injure. <clears throat> First, do not injure. Do not harm. And what I'm seeing is the exact opposite in our population right now concerning the amount of harm that's being done to the population that's not being reported. Uh, and now they're turning their sights on children. And I'm telling you this now for those of you who have children who are going back to school in September. Uh, which you're, you know, and my parents uh, in my office, uh, I've got a lot of you who've come to me and Dr. Jan and said, man, what do I do? I am, I am totally frustrated and, and afraid 
that my son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, whatever, they're going to have to be taking this vaccine or the shot. And really, they have no health history that's uh, precluding them uh, from being healthy. Uh, I'm very concerned about this particular shot. Now, just as a disclaimer here, I'm not being political. I'm not even talking from an anti-vax pulpit. This is not about anti-vaccines. You have to make your own decision. And frankly, I'm talking about specifically the COVID-19 shots from Moderna, Pfizer, and J&J, especially now what's going on with children. And I've uh, taken the time, and if you've got this through an email, I've attached a, uh, an interview that Robert Kennedy Jr. did with a young man who got the COVID uh, shot, who ended up with uh, myocarditis, that when he went to his doctors, they dismissed the fact that it was related to the COVID shot. He suffered terribly in the hospital for, for many days. They, they actually put him aside saying that, you know, when he entered the hospital because he had severe chest pain, he was sitting in the hallway for six hours waiting to be attended to because they didn't really put him as a priority list. And these are, I can tell you case after case that I've been hearing and reading about from uh, peer-reviewed journals to uh, learned colleagues, researchers in the vaccine industry itself, of one of which I'm going to read you um, from the uh, inventor of the mRNA uh, uh, injection what he has to say about it. So these children are now suffering uh, heart inflammation or myocarditis. They are having quote unquote heart attacks. Uh, This is something of a known side effect to the Moderna Pfizer vaccination. What's happening is it's being underreported by VAERS, which is the vaccine uh, adverse event uh, reporting system. And doctors are not reporting this, hospitals are not reporting this because they're not taking uh, the, the fact or into consideration that the vaccine is doing harm to children or anyone else for that matter, because these, these conditions are going, um, affecting everyone of all age groups. I've had several cases in the office where we've had people have uh, very unusual and sometimes severe reactions to the COVID vaccine or shot. So I'm not talking out of school here. I've been monitoring this myself and it's being underreported to the government and being suppressed in terms of your right to know. I mean, if you go into CVS or Walgreens or uh, anywhere they're giving a shot door to door, who knows what they're doing now? Who's giving you information about your risk and benefit? Who's telling you any, anything about the adverse effects that you might have? What about the, the long-term effects that we don't even know about yet? Autoimmune diseases, uh, diabetes, uh, and this vaccine, the way the, MM, uh, the mRNA vaccine works is it's, it's a nanoprotein, a lipid protein, and the way they do it is they're stealthy. They create this RNA, uh, this spike protein molecule, and what this is, and they wrap it in a, in a lipid substance, a nanolipid. And it's designed to enter the cell through the cell membrane, which is a lipid 
loving factor. You know, that's how it kind of goes osmotically through, through the channels, and then explodes in the cell, giving the spike protein into the, in, injecting millions of RNA particles into the cell. How do they know how many particles they need to, to uh, create an immunity? So they're creating the spike protein immunity, which is actually causing uh, part of the immune system that's creating interleukin-6, which is a clotting uh, uh, protein, which causes uh, the cytokine storm, basically. And blood clots, uh, clotting is a in thrombosis and thrombocytopenia. These are known diseases that are occurring after people are getting the shot. And this is occurring now in a very high rapid rate as we're injecting children with this, this mRNA uh, shot. So let me just read something very quickly to you about from the inventor of the um, mRNA vaccine. It's Dr. Robert Malone, and he invented the mRNA and DNA vaccine core platform technology. He has grave concerns about the lack of transparency of side effects, censoring of the discussion and lack of informed consent that these bring. So basically he's saying that the spike protein has a reproductive toxicity and Pfizer's uh, biodistribution uh, data shows that it accumulates in women's ovaries. Data suggests that miscarriage rates among women who get COVID vaccine within the first 20 weeks of pregnancy is 82%. Here's some more data. Israeli data shows boys and men between the ages of 16 to 24 who have been vaccinated have 25 times the rate of myocarditis, heart inflammation, than normal. And this is what we're seeing in, in younger people now. Another thing is the COVID-19 injections have, emer have emergency use authorization only, which only uh, can be granted if there are no safe and effective remedies available, such as remedies, such remedies do exist. Now, I've talked about this in, in other um, podcasts about how the protocol that doctors are using, using ivermectin, which has uh, used, been used in the world billions of times. It's in orthodox medicine. It's a safe and effective drugs, and they use it for parasitic uh, infections, but it also is known to have antiviral properties. And when they use uh, ivermectin in conjunction with treating treatment program of, of uh, uh, taking care of COVID-19 uh, patients. They have great success. I've actually had several patients in my office who went through this protocol, who within four or five days were back on their feet and functioning and getting back into the lifestyle. So th they're not even talking to you about any type of treatment. And this is the biggest treatment is get vaccinated. That's not a treatment, folks. That's not even uh, regarded as any uh, prophylactic uh, care because the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID. Uh, the, the selling point is, well, it prevents you from getting it to the point where you're going to need to be on a respirator. Uh, that's not exactly true. There are many people who are now suffering uh, COVID infection that have gotten vaccinated. And the news is, is, is fraught with misinformation currently now about the, the states in the country where, uh, you know, they're having incidents of COVID uh, uh, rising and they're saying it's among the unvaccinated population. Well, I have a, 
I have a little bit of a scientific critical mind here. I don't believe that because it's not just the unvaccinated that the statistics are showing. It's people with health conditions. They could have diabetes. They can be overweight. They can be uh, having heart disease. And they're lumping it under uh, these people who are unvaccinated in order to propagandize you and I to have the fear of God in us to get the vaccine. Well, I've been practicing for a long time. I've seen uh, pandemics come and go from, uh, from swine flu and we had that debacle, uh, people getting uh, shots with the swine flu vaccine and, and getting sick and dying. I mean, you know, my, the length of my practice, I think there were three pandemics we've already had, H, H1N1, uh, Ebola, uh, swine flu. I mean, we've survived. And what's happening now is that there is some sort of turn that happened in the, in the industry of healthcare, where now the agencies called the CDC and the FDA are, are now pushing and promoting one-shot deals, okay? So this Delta variant, anyone know where it comes from? I can tell you what the researchers say. The researchers say that the Delta variant is coming directly from the fact that we're, in, we're giving shots to millions and millions of people. And the way they're giving the shots is ineffective to begin with because you take uh, the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine and you wait 28 days before you get the second uh, shot. What happens in between is the virus has a chance to mutate during that time in the body. Your spike proteins are also found attaching to bone, uh, glandular tissue, uh, lung tissue, and even crossing the blood-brain barrier. So unless these facts are really shared with the public and the public has a right to know. And I'm not saying to you that you should not get the vaccine. That's your choice. Uh, I'll leave it to you. But I, I really have a problem with, with any government agency being your doctor or my doctor and telling us what we must do for the collective good of the whole society. I believe that the individual has a right to choose their own destiny. And I respect that. But as a group think, no. It's not the collective to protect the individual. The individual has to make the decision in order to protect the collective. The individual takes paramount, not the collective, in my opinion. And, I'm, and they're using this as a flip-flop to give you, to get control and to get you under uh, this kind of adverse care that otherwise doctors throughout the country have been using treatments like ivermectin, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, resveratrol. These are nutrients that they've been giving their patients with ivermectin, with steroids when appropriate, that have been taking people through this condition with great success. And a majority of people with COVID have survived COVID. The ones that have succumbed worldwide and in this country basically have had some serious um, pre-existing conditions. They may have been uh, diabetic, heart disease, overweight. These are the typical things that kill everybody. They may have uh, underlying heart disease. Uh, you know, there's a lot of factors. So we have to kind of per parse all the factors involved. So when I look at Dr. Malone's statement, and I'll give you his final statement, he said, 
I recently learned that these vaccines have likely killed over 25,800 Americans, which I confirmed three different ways and disabled at least one million more. And we only we're, and we're only halfway to the finish line. We need to pause these vaccines now before more people are killed, quote unquote. And that's from the 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 inventor of the mRNA uh, injection. Now, typically, uh, he's not anti-vaccination. And most of the researchers coming out in the industry are calling out a halt to what's going on worldwide in our in our haste uh, to, to give a, a shot or jab someone's arm thinking that this is going to prevent a pandemic. And it comes down to, again, health is in your hands. Your health and your children's health should be, in my opinion, your decision, not the government's decision. It should be between you and your doctor, whatever you seem and deem fit based upon all the knowledge you have, the pro and the, and the, and the against. You should know before any drug is administered what the side effects are, what the risks are, and what the benefits are so that you can make an informed choice. But right now, it's not happening. It's not in the public mind. It's not in the media. And we have doctors in the White House, Dr. Fauci, who is a one-shot deal. And basically, he's the face. One doctor, not a committee of doctors, and we're listening to one doctor talk to you and be your doctor from the White House. The way it works, folks, is that doctors work by committee. When you have a condition, you go into a hospital or a doctor's setting, it's more than one doctor is on the case. They have conferences about care. They have, uh, you go into institutions, <clears throat> there's a team. We don't see a team coming out exploring and telling you all the ramifications of being shot, having a shot. And specifically what, what really got under my skin now, no pun intended, is the fact that your children at risk and I'm seeing my patients, kids at risk, and I want it to be known that you need to do your investigation before uh, you go ahead and do this. And also, I really believe that if you're a parent, you should be talking to your school board now because in September, you're going to have to really face the facts that your children are going to be under, under care, getting booster shots. And I hate to see the outcome because this is a dangerous time, <clears throat> a dangerous time to be silent. Uh, you can't sit on the sidelines and go on vacation in, in July and August and then scream in September about what they're going to do with your children in September in order for them to attend school or college. You have to make your decisions now. And I really believe that for those of you who are listening to this, some of you may turn turn me off. Some of you may think it's it's crazy. But you know what? It has to be said. It has to be talked about and discussed. And again, my viewpoint is be informed. If you have an aversion to having your children uh, stuck with or jabbed, you should be talking to your school board, the superintendent now, writing letters to your congressmen and senators, and getting your health professionals involved with this and having them answer to you. Let them present to you the full, full tilt of what can be happening 
and what is possibly going on with adverse reactions, with the possible adverse reactions of getting a shot or getting this mRNA vaccine. And you should be informed. And I'll be glad to send you information if you want to find more information. I'll send it to you. Uh, you can just email me at properchiropractic at gmail.com. But right now, I feel like the, the lone voice in our community, I haven't heard much uh, uh, pushback from any other health professional I know in the area. Most, most of you know your doctors and you know, a majority of you, I think, already got the vaccine or the shot. But it's time you protect your children and know the facts because children are not susceptible to COVID. Basically, they're 99.99% preventive from getting COVID or infecting other people. And, you know, the, the research on this is clear. You know, there's no reason why they should be getting a shot when they are protected naturally. Okay, so just know the facts. I'll, I'll send you an interview. I'll listen to the next interview with uh, Robert F. Kennedy interviewing a young man who got the COVID shot, who suffered myocarditis, and, and listen to his history because... He's just one example of, of thousands of uh, reports I'm getting and I'm reading and Dr. Jen and I have been covering uh, for the last um, uh, year, okay? So that being said, I hope, I hope this impinged you in some way to at least do some research. Uh, the other thing I wanna say and finally is look, health is a lifestyle. And in our office, we promote a healthy lifestyle that is based on a healthy nervous system, a structurally bound, uh, sound body, because when your nervous system and structure are not functioning right, your body cannot function right. And with that, if you're willing to give your children health, then in my opinion, they should be checked and be under chiropractic care so that they can keep their spines healthy. They're under tremendous stress. Uh, spines of children and young adults now are getting worse because of their uh, use of uh, cell phones and computers. They are crushing their spinal cord by tilting their necks forward. And we can talk about that because that's a very dangerous condition we're seeing in terms of overall health in children now. It's epidemic as well, and it can be prevented. This is something that's simply preventable and correctable with the right amount of care. So they should all be uh, also be on some good nutrition and taking some supplements. Uh, some, of, some of my patients don't believe, quote unquote, in supplementation. I'm sorry, but the facts are facts. You need to supplement in this day and age and your children need it. And most children, as well as adults, are have been found very deficient in vitamin D. And vitamin D is a very strong preventive factor for any disease, especially COVID. So I would suggest strongly that you get your children and yourself on uh, vitamin D uh, supplementation uh, and, and basically good nutrition and I'll be glad to talk to you personally about that, but I'll send out another uh, podcast uh, about that soon. So with that said, I, I thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you take this from the point of view that it's meant to be taken. I'm not telling you uh, what to do. I just want to make this a wake-up call so that you at least look at the situation and don't become a, a victim of, of healthcare you have to be proactive. Health is not something you just are born with. It's something you have to work out and work at every day. And nowadays, you not only have to work at it, but you have to be 10 steps ahead so that you know what's coming down the pike and you can prevent any of this harm coming to your family because we're in a new age, folks. And 
our health and civil rights are being taken away in terms of uh, the good of the masses versus the good of the individual. And the doctor-patient relationship is terribly changing as doctors can no longer um, really effectively lead their patients into health based upon the pressures that, that doctors feel from their own organizations and the media. So take that to heart. Be a smart consumer of healthcare. Know your facts. Trust, trust in the people um, to give you the facts because, I'm sorry, don't trust all the people to give you the facts. You have to explore and you have to look. And uh, be careful on, on the internet. There's a lot of nonsense on there too. That's why I'm here and Dr. Jenner here. We will help you get what we believe are the unadulterated um, uh, peer-reviewed facts and you can explore them from there. And that's our job uh, to help you and guide you in the right directions for health. So listen, I love and appreciate all of you. And I just hope that you can look at this from a, a real critical thinking point of view. It's time, we can't wait any longer. And before September, please take note. And if necessary, take the appropriate action, get in touch with your school boards and let's keep people healthy and get them under chiropractic care. I think it's a, a miss that they're staying home and not getting adjusted. I truly do. Okay. All right. That's it for now. And stay tuned for the uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. interview. Please listen to it. It's a very short, but you should listen to what this young man has to say about his experience. Okay. Thanks a lot.